Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, welcome to episode 107 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, April 2nd, 2014, and my name is Dan Gorman, and you should take him to Bone Town. You know, that rib joint on Halstead? I love that place. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Casey Lyons. Bodies usually have heads. Where's this guy's head? You don't cut off a man's head unless you're one angry fella. I'm Greg Legro, and I'm running from the law and the press and the parents. Is your name Michael Diamond? No, mine's Clarence. <laughs> oh, You're right. I did, I did know what to do. I knew you would do. <laughs> awesome. We have so yeah. much to talk about today. We are A playing lot. Film Roulette later. We uh, Two of us went and saw Bad Words, and one of us stayed at home and watched The Starving Games. Get it? Like The Hunger Games, but totally not the same. And what? we're going to talk about some Elvis Costello. Uh, we are going to roll for some Captain America 2. Huge release coming out, and we're going to roll uh for albums and all that stuff for next week we're going to talk about 90210 mm. uh greg watched another episode of that for 90210 oh yeah corner <laughs> is that what we're calling <laughs> sure, it sure why not that's uh, matt bain originally yeah i, think. yeah. Uh-huh. I loved that mm-hmm. uh and uh <laughs> then we're going to do some tv dad cage match at the end yeah. oh sweet um, matt bain uh, uh yeah. named that for he us yeah did. fuck yeah he, he gave us the string fellow hawk's nest idea too. totally really yep yeah, that guy's a font of uh, useless yeah. names for things <laughs> for our podcasts. Um, I don't have too much written down. I know nine hundred two one zero is going to go pretty long. Yeah. Greg was saying yeah, a lot. My notes, notes are long. Um, now, last week we didn't get a chance to talk about something that I did want to touch upon. A trailer was released that I believe we all have opinions on uh-huh. for the upcoming Ninja Turtles movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, and right. we didn't get around to it. Yeah. So we should talk. Let's what, talk now. Because, I mean, I think it, it came out like that day, and we had already planned to talk about other stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, what, do you, what do you guys think? This is produced by Michael Bay, yeah. so I saw a lot of people being like, can't believe they have Michael Bay directing that movie. And I was like, come on. Well, well he's, he's not, he's he's not, not directing. Not. I know no. that people love the Ninja Turtles and stuff like that because they grew up with them, but yeah. let's just be honest. that Those, those movies aren't any good. The original uh, ones, they're they're fun, they're but they're fun. not. But yeah, they're, they're poor. They're 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 bad movies. <laughs> but the, but the thing is, for some reason, I don't think that they're classics for our generation. I well, think they're no, classics a, for a certain generation. Absolutely, my, my generation. Yeah, yeah. It, would you consider you. the first w- one a classic? I mean, I wouldn't consider it a great movie. I do. I mean, it's I hard. understand why it's fun to watch. I yeah. totally get that. I think it's, it's not well like it's a made. piece of shit, but it's not like we're you know no. building on a great classic of a generation or something like that. No. You know? 
Um, I mean, I, I, yeah, like I think it's, I think it's a super fun movie. I think uh, it's well made. I, like the puppets were great. They the look design. pretty good. The yeah. turtles look good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, there's a lot of nostalgia tinged glasses, sure. and you know, when you look back, it's kind of like, all right, you know, I watched it on when we got that on VHS. Like it never left my tape layer. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So I understand. Like it, it is close to a lot of people's hearts, but it, I don't feel like it's a film that's really like hard to. Yeah. But it is Michael Bay, and it looks really flashy. I think their faces look weird. Why are their little like turtle, well, I, turtle I, nose is so small? Because you're trying out. to make them look more the, like little turtle faces. So no, that one wants like, that. I don't want that. No, no. Why don't you worry about making our Transformers look like Transformers? Yeah, yeah. And stop. Well, if our Transformers <laughs> don't look like Transformers, why should our Ninja Turtles look like Ninja Turtles? Oh man, we're putting we're putting tenses <laughs> in all the wrong places. I know. <laughs> if your Transformers yeah. look like Transformers, <laughs> make a Ninja Turtle, make a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> I'm I'm fully like okay with this movie just if this movie skews a little bit more towards the first transformers which i didn't love or anything uh-huh. but i was able to overlook some of the issues of it and just be like yeah stuff blew up i was okay yeah with that. stuff will blow up in this yeah and turtles but i'm not excited around and be, no i don't i just the thing is i'm not emotionally invested in ninja yeah. turtles i will i will say i don't really care i'm more excited about it than i thought i was gonna be sure because when i because you know you see turtles flipping around and shit yeah, and i'm yeah. just like they their bodies look essentially like the ninja yeah. turtles their faces are a little scrunchy and weird yeah but then at the end of the trailer he he you know makes a funny little like yeah joke that's sure. like very you know organic to the ninja yeah. turtle universe sure it does look <laughs> Can a little somebody shoot me in the face <laughs> for having just said that it's a um, little grit it's a little like it almost looks i feel like the 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 texture and the tone of it does look a little bit too much like michael bay like it looks kind of gritty do you know what i mean like yeah it does. i think that's what they wanted oh all yeah along. yeah it's like we got to amp up the game for this because of that's what kids want they, kids want uh, gritty Ninja this Turtles and William kids. Fickner. This is for people who are 20. Yeah, that's what this yeah, fucking for is sure. for. That's who's going to pay for it. I just thought it was funny because somebody online said like it was weird to see the Nickelodeon logo and then like instantly juxtaposed like, with some terrorists with like machine guns. <laughs> and be like, Wait, Nickelodeon? Next on, Nick at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, William Fickner is Shredder. That's cool, I guess. I, I like him anyway. I yeah, don't know for sure. Any sense. Yeah. But whatever. There was a lot of outrage and I was kind of just like, whatever. It looks like Transformers, but they've like... Control F to find all the Transformers and replaced it with yeah, Ninja Turtles. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At least you can tell that they're Ninja Turtles. Like with the Transformers, that are also pointy. I don't know who yeah. anybody is. And is I, that how you Optimus get rid of Transformers? Just Control F. Yeah, you gotta find a replace. <laughs> I have no idea. Mm-mm. Yeah, they should have done that in the first movie. I know. <laughs> Would have gotten rid of those Transformers. Yeah, put some Transformers in it. Some Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just thought we should address it. Yeah. Um, Fair sure. enough. Yeah. Good call, Dan Gorman. Totally. We did it. Yeah. yeah. I have one super, super quick thing. It, it uh, Yesterday, uh, the listeners will know, was April Fool's Day. Uh-huh. And uh, alternately, sometimes the best and sometimes the worst day of the internet. Wait, yeah. today? Yeah, but yeah, yesterday for the people that are listening. tomorrow, though, Casey. Which Thanks one's for ruining tomorrow? the illusion. Wait, yeah. which one's tomorrow? Great. <laughs> Behind the curtain, thanks to Casey. Uh, yeah, <laughs> They now know we're recording this yeah. a day. You know what, event. guys? Yeah. We can shut it down. <laughs> They're not they inside know my now. phone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, obviously like a lot of... Um, <laughs> A lot of like funny stuff, but then also a lot of stuff that you just see pay, like on Facebook all day. And you're like, all right, I get it. But there was one. There's a podcast uh, called the Movie Review Show that you can listen to on Film Junk, the website. Yeah. And they did an April Fool's thing where they uh, were like, oh, we don't have an episode today, so here we've dug into our archives and found this episode from 1991. 
and it was <laughs> labeled like as if it was like episode nine from 1991. And then you listen to it, and it is a literal two-hour podcast, their normal length with their normal format of them talking with like filters on their voices to make it sound like they're kids, <laughs> and then they're just literally talking about all like year-appropriate stuff for 1991. So right. like one of the kids went to like the drive-in to see What About Bob. <laughs> the other kid like. Like, uh, had, like, the Burger King toy or something. They're talking about, like, oh, like, the Rocketeer. You know, I don't know what Disney's doing right now. Like, I wasn't super big on Dick Tracy. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and they're talking about the um, the Robin Hood movie from 91. Oh, wow. Yeah, Prince, Prince of, Thieves. of Thieves. And it's just, like, it is so fucking that's, funny. That's and fantastic. Really great. And, the, and the detail and the way that they're talking and stuff is just fucking perfect. Sure. Commitment yeah. to the bit. Totally. Nice. So people should check that out if you want a, a good laugh. It's yeah. The, yeah. the way they the way they're talking like as kids and stuff and just like oh I had my birth all oh, my my birthday party was at the drive and we saw what about Bob which is like <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. Nice. Fantastic. Yeah, one of one of the one of the ones that's worthy of checking out for the April Fool stuff. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I'm into that. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, I've uh, been doing stuff. Yeah. You guys? I have an interesting life, you guys. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. Uh, most of which happens in front of the TV. Yeah. Uh, I've been catching up on my season three of Louie. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, That's a good season. Yeah, I don't I don't know that we need to talk that much about it other sure. than the fact that, god damn it, that is some compelling television. I, have you finished it yet? Or yeah, you, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow, what a great season. I huh? blazed through it. Uh, Hilarious, really dark, really sad, really touching. Fucking... It was it was fun to see Maria Bamford do something kind of <laughs> weird and dark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, wow, just, yeah, it, you can say the same thing about seasons one and two, like, yeah. hilarious and kind of dark and, and touching at points, but, this one, yeah, though. it's just, he, he just gets, and it's all great television, like, yeah. it's not like it's, oh, well, it started out shaky, it started out amazing, yeah. it just, he keeps honing it, yeah. like, Nuts. as if it could get better, yeah. and yet it does. Yeah, I think I'm, like, halfway through season two, or I'm not sure if I finished it or not, but yeah, I've been meaning to kind of finish it up. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. great. So, uh, yeah, for those of you who don't know what Louis is, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Go yeah. check it; it's amazing. And so uh, last night I watched Mud. Oh, oh I've that, been yeah. meaning to watch that. Uh, have you not seen fuck, it? No, I have it at my house, like on on. It's like on DVD. I have it ready to watch. Yeah. I haven't watched. I think it's it on the Netflixes now too. Yeah. It is. That's that's where I watched it. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It's great. Yeah. It's just a solidly really great movie. That kid is awesome. Oh, the, both those kids. Both are of them. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Everybody in the movie, like the acting across the board, is fucking fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Sam Shepard's hair is fantastic. <laughs> uh, it's. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's a really great, uh, uh, just really solid movie. Yeah, uh, like it didn't blow my mind or no, anything. No, no, it just, it just holds are, your attention the whole yeah, way through. It and really it just, does. These people are fascinating. And I, yeah, absolutely. And I yeah. can't wait to see more of what this Jeff Nichols guy does. Yeah, yeah. I need to, uh, I need to check that out for sure. Yeah. yeah, that kid though, that lead kid, really knocked me out. Oh I think man, he's, uh, I feel like he's going to be a, a pretty big thing. Yeah, you know, like it almost had elements for me and and I think that this is due to one thing it almost had elements of stand by me but for I sure. think it, it's mostly because that kid remi- uh, neckbone the other kid reminds me a little of uh, Chris Chambers <laughs> yeah yeah oh. um but yeah that's that's that is a good watch yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah I definitely want to see it I heard so much buzz about it after last year and it, it doesn't feel disjointed uh like I I feel like it's a movie where some stuff may have been cut out because otherwise what is Michael Shannon doing there yeah, <laughs> like he's so great, and then he he's just got like one scene. And yeah, then, yeah. And so, but uh, but yeah, the big thing I did was uh, last Thursday we yes. had our uh, first podcast, our first live event podcast of Simply the Best, uh, hosted by Rhiannon Archer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was there. Man, yeah, yeah. Good old Dan Gorman was in attendance. It was great. It was so funny. It was. 
it was it was so much funnier than I even thought it would be. Yeah. So it's like a live variety show. We are gonna put it out as audio. We are. Yes. Uh, uh, I have yet to get the uh, the sound file. I had it recorded. Yeah. Um. Once I get that, I'll have that edited up. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna put it up here on See You Next Wednesday as sort of a special. Uh, a special episode so the people can kind of listen to it and catch on to it and then yeah. we'll uh, we'll put From it then on its it'll be thing. its own thing mm-hmm. yeah so um cool. yeah like uh rehan obviously she's so funny so super funny. funny and she's just such a great host yeah and i like that she kind of like uh like had little bits with the uh, other performers and stuff it was kind of like you know what i mean that's that's a thing that amazes me like i've I, i've known comedians and like i've never done stand-up myself or, or anything because it scares the hell out of me but <laughs> oh my you God. know i've been backstage like with stand-ups before and stuff and and seeing them like go like in between their sets go like oh let's do this bit okay i'm yeah. gonna do this i'm gonna be this guy and you be this guy okay what about this guy and this guy? like like seeing that stuff get formulated yeah. and yeah. then when it gets up on stage like it looks like this polished honed thing and people that are, are really good at that just blow my mind and oh, rhiannon yeah. is amazing at that yeah like she's just got Definitely. that kind of quick mind mm-hmm. totally yeah. and all the all the performers were super funny yeah yeah look out for it like look out for the tap out guy oh <laughs> man yeah i've been hearing a lot about that that sounds great <laughs> <laughs> and casey played a couple songs fucking and blew it blew it away man was, uh, you're so you. good Thanks no and uh, like not even like i'm on the fucking podcast with you and you're one of my best friends but like yeah un- unbelievably great Oh, songs thanks, like man. your voice is fucking incredible oh thank it was you. it was wonderful uh yeah we're gonna have a we're gonna have a musical guest um i'm sort of caught between the idea of i'm sort of in charge of, of booking music and stuff and I'm, I'm sort of caught between the idea of having uh you know sort of luminaries from the toronto scene come mm-hmm. in and play covers of their favorite songs yeah because i always like that like yeah. i always like to to hear uh, artists interpretation of, oh, sure. of the songs they like uh or doing originals so yeah. uh you know write in uh, let me know or <laughs> write in <laughs> And a self-addressed stamped envelope yeah. <laughs> and some box tops and uh, yeah no let, let us know on the twitters and stuff what you think if uh, what you want that to be because I'm kind of on the fence about it. Yeah. it no it's really great seeing uh, like local artists or you know established songwriters taking yeah. a stab at you know something else like yeah our, our friend of the show Matt Bain I, well, I remember one time years ago he did a very very creepy cover of she's like the i wind. was there yeah. yeah oh my god they turned that little pop song into something very dark oh man really <laughs> dude yeah, the that, lyrics are a little uh that was a way of phrasing yeah. <laughs> oh my god it changes that song that was such a good show when yeah, he did that, that. i totally forgot about that till just now yeah, yeah. oh my god pretty excellent i freaked so, yeah. out when that i got playing that on point really exciting to see yeah yeah totally Sweet. Uh, I, saw, I saw some stuff, too. Yeah, what did you get up to? I uh, Well, I, did, I know we talked about it last week, but damn, it's so good. I think it should be talked about again. I just I've yeah. never really talked to anybody, but I saw Cheap Thrills. Oh, yes. yeah. Um, good Lord, that's a great movie. Yes. Uh, good Lord, that is a dark, dark movie. Yeah. <laughs> stuff happens in there. Some really just, and I watched it really late at night and just was... Yeah, I just, got, I like woke up at like six a.m. to go to work, and there was a message from like two a.m. where you were like, "Oh boy, cheap thrills or something." I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, I just needed to reach out to a world like late, so, late night. Someone talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I cannot get over like all the performances. Like, there's a couple of just really notable things. All the performances are really great, but like David Koechner, you never see him yeah. act. Yeah, and he really can't. It's crazy. It's really great. But the, I think the biggest revelation is what in the fuck, Ethan Embry? Yeah, yeah. Because he's a guy I could take or leave. I don't really have an opinion on. I've seen him be okay and stuff, or just like in stuff. But this was like I never would have in my you know any stretch of imagination cast him in this role. Like, oh yeah, he, and he, I don't even want to talk about what it is really because when he when he drops into the scene, yeah, it's just like oh shit, we're doing like right away. 
he's he's got it down. There's yeah. no easing into it like he's the guy and it fits. Yeah. And it's yeah, so he, impressive. And, and it's one of the I mean you hear it said about a lot of people in performances and stuff, but he he like I didn't even realize it like almost it was Ethan Embry. Like yeah, for, yeah. like the way that he looks, he totally does disappear into it. Yeah. And like when I was like, "Oh yeah, this is that guy from all these other movies." Yeah, and I went yeah. and looked at his other roles. I was like, "Damn, what?" Yeah. Like what? <laughs> yeah, totally. So so great. Good for good for him. Like really investing in it. But yeah, like watch this movie, go talk to some people about yeah. it. It's a really Oh, it's great fine picture uh definitely other than that i think i'm probably talking fast and loud just want to warn everyone that i have not slept and i'm already in coffee freak out i didn't save it for the end of the show (laughs) starting at 10 just jumped right in (laughs) (laughs) no sleep very little food too much coffee oh man um i watched some more of that uh dawn uh, dust till dawn show has anyone have you guys watched any of this i'm steering clear away well you gotta take a look at it i don't know it's Fascinating, yeah. Fascinating I've been, I've been how bad it is. To, but it's it's really hard to press play on that. Thing uh, yeah, fair enough. You don't even need to finish. Just you got to get an S, just a little a little taste in your mouth of the pile of shit they're serving up. <laughs> it's un, <laughs> you know, like you do, like you do. Yeah, yeah. It's just unbelievable, and I can't believe how bad they're screwing it up. Like the things that they're keeping close to the story, they're doing all wrong. The things they're changing are crazy. Like, yeah. How do you fuck up a? Ugh. Such a good idea. It's like, oh, it's, you know, how do you vampires up, uh, aren't cool anymore? What do people like? Snake people? <laughs> Get into it. Yeah. Well, the, the teens do like their snake people. They do like, their, and, but they've they've gone too literal with the snake thing because when Wilmer fucking fangs out and bites a guy, the fangs are long like snake fangs, but they're like like a snake too, where they the the venom or whatever would yeah. be trans. But he's using them in like his straws, so he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like four inches away. His face is four inches away from the neck, and these like fucking prongs oh, are the guy's like, neck, yeah. and he's just like, <laughs> it's. I just want like that I don't know hilarious. what they're yeah. yeah, yeah. I I wish that that just sounds like a missed opportunity. to Put the sound of somebody finishing a drink with a straw. You know, like <laughs> like, like those last. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he just before that, he's comparing. He's like talking to this guy, and he's like, "Oh, didn't you know that all souls have flavors? It's like popsicles. You know, there's like." This uh, sounds stupid already. Tootie yeah, fruity, that's really there's dumb. Che- cherry lime, Tahiti treat, peach, <laughs> and then he finishes drinking, yeah, and the guy and he's like, special. "Cherry lime." Oh, gross! <laughs> gross! That's fucking retarded. It's really bad, man. Because it's that's really, not uh, that can't possibly be a thing. Yeah, that our souls taste like delicious popsicles. <laughs> can it? Well, I can't. Mm. God was a pop fan. Yeah. I don't oh, know. All knows? right. Yeah. Popsicle Pete. Yeah. Is our, is is our, our, is our Lord deity. and Savior. <laughs> I knew it. If you save enough of the popsicle sticks, you'll get into heaven. You're going to heaven, <laughs> and you get a you get a sweet new skateboard yeah, when you get there. or a whistle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Uh, uh, good job. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, then the things that they do that are directly from the movie are so bad when they take actual dialogue. Like there's that really good scene where Harvey Keitel's character, the, you know, the preacher who's lost his faith, tells his kids. That, you know, he doesn't have... Yeah. They know it already, but like, he emphasizes, you know, like, there's not a man of any cloth or faith that doesn't look at himself in the mirror every day and ask if I'm a fool. And it's really so well, and it's such a great scene with Keitel, but fucking Robert Patrick's just like, bleh, 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 bleh. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just shits all over the, the dialogue. Where's like, my God? <laughs> <laughs> and the director's like, I, there, there are lines. You need to say words. Yeah, uh, the director's like, yeah, good enough. <laughs> Whatever. Let's uh, let's get the popsicle beat to drink somebody's soul over here. <laughs> Uh, just what a mess. But yeah. I, I'm telling you, you should take a look at it. It's pretty – you don't have to finish the episode, but you might. 
Because it's so like... We'll see. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you fucking doing? We'll see. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if I will, but maybe. Oh, it's pretty funny. Whatever. Didn't you watch I'm too busy movie watching 43? movie 43. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. I didn't want to mention it on air. Dan, oh, yeah. I no, won't no, 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 just no. watch anything Gorman. <laughs> I had to see how bad it was. How bad is it? It's awful. Yeah. Except there, there was one segment that made me laugh, and that was it. And it wasn't yeah. even like one of the actual segments. It was like a weird in-between segment. Where there uh, is this just little commercial in black and white, and it's all just shots of uh, these people like banging on like uh, like fax machines and like pop machines and stuff, and it's just narrating about how uh, there's kids inside of all of our machines, and they're like there's all these shots of them like with a single tear what? like giving the paper <laughs> or like trying to give you a pop or whatever, oh, and then at the end it's just like machines remember. They're full of kids. <laughs> all right, uh, and I was like, "That's funny." <laughs> yeah, that's, it was that's just it was weird was, enough to be all right. Yeah, it was it was weird enough to be just like stupid funny, and yeah. the rest of it's just like, oh, I, I, there was not a single laugh almost in the rest of the movie. So yeah. it, I would fucking yeah. Not hate, even the, not even the Brett Ratner it. one. No, <laughs> oh, surprisingly, yeah, yeah, something about fags or something. Yeah. I imagine Brett Ratner. Oh, what a dick! Worst person ever. He's the worst. Yeah, he can't do anything. Right. <laughs> he can't even say words right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, but before we get out of this, the other th- what I, I didn't watch a lot this week because I spent it was a big music week for me. Uh, saw some stuff and heard some stuff. I just want to go over real quick. Uh, I got got out to the horseshoe on Saturday night and I hey, saw biblical. I'm looking at your I'm shirt there. The That's shirt a fucking too. fantastic yeah, it's a good shirt. shirt. Uh, Biblical's a Toronto band, uh, Stoner Rock. Uh, you got guys who used to be in the, the Illuminati and... Uh, well, like, actually? The yeah. Illuminati. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Listen, we don't want to talk about it, guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's big guitar. Like, the guitar work on it in that, in that band is so fantastic. It's a really cool album uh, called Monsoon Season. It just came out. Uh, it's on Dynalone Records. Look it up. Nice. Check that out. Amazing show. They just killed it at the Horseshoe. And Ian Blurton's new band opened for them, too. Ian Blurton's in another band. Uh, called Public Animal, and they're fucking awesome. Public Animal? Yeah. That guy, like, what is with him and being able to name bands? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> he has the best named band. Blurtonia? Totally. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, come on? Awesome. Yep. Now Public Animal? Yep. Change of Heart? Um, oh, yeah. Change of Heart. Change I don't of heart. forget yeah. Change of Heart. Great band. Um, and so that was really fucking cool. And then uh, I, saw, I saw some hip-hop this week that was really amazing. Um, uh, Atherton was coming through town, and he's really great. But what really caught my eye that night was a, a guy from a from uh, uh, Albany, New York. Uh, he's from a group called uh, Giant Gorilla Dog Thing. Okay. <laughs> sure. The hip-hop group from Albany. And uh, his name is uh, Desmatic. And he was just doing a songs from that, just, you know, his end of it, because there's, there's two MCs. He's fucking awesome. Yeah. The songs are great. They just put out an album called Horse. Uh, Sweet. Giant Gorilla Dog Thing, Horse. It's really <laughs> good. Uh, the produ- production is great. The beats are great. The rhymes are great. And he's a really cool guy who likes good movies. So, uh, yeah, check that out. It's some really good stuff. Fair. Yeah. Nice. Here's your music shit that I've been doing all week. Sweet. Yeah. Wicked. So check that out. Yeah. And that Future Islands album is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Oh, I still haven't heard that yet. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's good. Real man, good. Man, they killed it on Letterman. I know. Cool. Yeah, even Letterman was impressed. Yeah, like, and he's an old man who hates yeah, everything. Someone woke his corpse up. Like, <laughs> ah, more. Oh, I was just like when he went up to Future Islands at the end. He was like, "I'll take all of that you got that you're selling." Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Usually, he just asks the drummer if he rented the drum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is pretty great. Uh, absolutely. Do you know that that's like that was like a supercut that was kind of a popular thing on the internet? Yeah, that was all put together by Dave Shumka. 
Oh, comedian from, from, uh, from Stop Podcasting. Stop yourself. Podcasting yourself. Oh, yeah, I did not know that. <laughs> I did. Nice. Mm. That's why I said those words oh. in that order. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, and conveyed that message to you. Well, no, but let, let that be a lesson. Uh, if you think you can't learn something from listening to this show, yeah. Once yeah. in a while, we'll throw a tidbit in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking yeah, of learning, let's go learn ourselves about what we think of. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was reaching. That was a reach. I saw Pretty. that. I yeah. saw that segue crumble yeah. Yeah. from word one. Yeah, I like to. You know, sometimes I, was I get for you, man. I get too ambitious oh. with my segues. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. 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 yeah, you didn't know where you were going. Learn about what we think of some movies. <laughs> yep. You pulled it right yeah. out of the fire. Oh sir. man. <laughs> Film related is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week we picked bad words uh, and the loser has to go see something shitty. I didn't have to go anywhere. I stayed at home. It was a Netflix pick and I watched The Starving Games, a spoof of The Hunger Games. But the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. And last week, Casey was the loser. So he gave us an Elvis Costello record called Goodbye Cruel World, often uh, referred to as one of the worst uh, albums that he has put out yeah and that is how we I play him. the game mm. yeah 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 well i got that right anyway yeah, yeah you did that one <laughs> good night yeah i'm not gonna say anything for the rest of the episode yeah. no even a high note yeah you so you guys went and saw bad words this is yeah. jason yeah. bateman's directorial debut yes uh working from a screenplay by andrew dodge yeah his first screenplay yeah, yeah. starring uh katherine hahn allison janney uh, Philip Baker Hall, yep. lots of people, lots of people. Yeah. So what? What? Uh, Some people. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's certain. That's about people. It. Yeah. Enough people for a movie. <laughs> I think we covered it. Yeah. Uh, IMDb describes this movie as being about a spelling bee loser who sets out to exact revenge by finding a loophole and attempting to win as an adult. That is exactly what it's about. Sweet. Yeah. They nailed that. Yeah. So, well, is take... he a loser? I don't know. If that's yeah. established. I is think it? he's a loser. Well, he a he... spelling bee loser. Uh, Specifically? Oh, no. He's just not. a loser. Yeah. A general okay. loser. Yeah, all right. I'm, I'm liking the Garden looks of this movie already. It says 89 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, nice and short. It's brisk. Yeah. Uh, take, take us through bad words. All right. Uh, well, I'll tell you all the ones I know. <laughs> <laughs> There's fuck. There's... Uh, yeah. That's a good one. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know, Greg. What did you think? I, I liked this movie. Uh, yeah. I just solidly... I solidly kind of liked it. Yeah, it just cruises along. I, Bateman's funny in it. Yep. Uh, he, you know, there's there's a steadiness to it. I like that all, right off the top. It has a little bit like because this could be a, just a really dumb comedy. Yeah. But it takes that emotional bit of darkness. Right. It's the first note of the movie. Yeah. It's just like this isn't going to be a zany comedy. It's going to roll like this. Right. And yet at the same time, it f- it fully plays like nothing but a vehicle for uh, for Jason Bateman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in a kind of smart, classy way because he's great in it. He is. He's fantastic. Yeah. Um, well, I, I I see what you mean by a smart, classy way, and, and it is. It's smarter than your it just, than, it's, than it's, say an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, or, yeah. it's or, just or well handled. Like he directed it well, so he got to. It's understated. It's an understated vehicle. It doesn't feel like it's a Jason Bateman vehicle. No, you no. Know? It, 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 you're right. It doesn't feel like a Will Ferrell or yeah, a, I mean, or I mean, a, an Adam sorry. Sandler kind of yeah. thing. You're right, but uh, I at its heart, it's not a good movie. No, it's because lacking. it just has it has storylines that are just like uh, yeah. 
Like it has a storyline that 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 pops up and then just goes away because nobody cares. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, just so you can get get right back to Jason Bateman swearing at kids. Yeah, which, which is ninety percent yeah, of this movie. Pretty good. And it's awesome. Yeah, like, I got no problem with that. Yeah, or or moms. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Sometimes he'll he'll describe a mom's vagina in a very very hilarious way. <laughs> oh my god! And yeah, there there was a couple of supporting um, characters that that were pretty like Catherine Hahn was pretty funny. Yeah, um, I, I've seen her be much funnier. She sure. didn't have that much funny stuff to do, but she did everything she could with what she had. Yeah. Uh, again, Rachel I liked Harris. her in this. I thought I think it was kind of good to see her a little less. Yeah. You know, and I think she did a good job. Allison yeah. Janey's always fucking awesome. Yeah, she. But uh, again, I felt like she didn't really have that much to do. Um, I'm worried about Philip Baker Hall. He's very old. He's yeah. very old, yeah, and, and like old. he seems to have sort of like a slur in his speech these days. That I'm, I'm worried about his health. I don't know. I wasn't sure I about that. I wasn't so sure much. if that was a character thing or not. But yeah, he was very slurry. Yeah. At first, I thought it was like a gag thing where they're like having this spelling bee guy who can't talk. He, oh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> you went way more cerebral with this thing than I than I'm prepared to. Um, but, uh, yeah, Rachel Harris was really funny. Um, she has like two scenes kind of thing. Actually, her, the last scene she's in is a little bit over the top. I thought my favorite character was the kid. Kid's great. Oh man. When it, when that was developing, I was like, oh, I don't want to watch this. Yeah. Yeah. But man, I was totally turned around. That kid was fucking wicked. Pretty good kid. Fucking wicked. He was a very, he was a pretty good boy. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty good boy. Yep. I think you're going to like him. <laughs> um, how was the direction? Was it like, uh, was it just kind of like, war- I don't know. Because like from the trailers, it just kind of looked like it could have been, you know, directed almost by anyone. It, but, yeah. uh, it very much feels like that. Yeah. Did it but make at you, the same like- time, again, I think that's the strength of it where this movie yeah. is a little more watchable than just like a, a simple, like it's a stupid concept. He's going to go be, it's a grown up in a spelling yeah. bee. It yeah. is Bateman's direction of it that kind of, so I think a really good job for a first time sure, directing because, a, because he stays I, out of the way. Yeah. Totally, he yeah. really does. What does it make and, you interested? That tone never changes. It doesn't. He doesn't let it get too schmaltzy. Yeah, which it's really it just skates on that. So yeah. one of the things I don't like about uh, about Confessions of a Dangerous Mind is it just seems like Clooney directed the hell out of that movie. Yeah, like he was directing all over the place for that movie. Yeah. Just just so you know that he has his own very definitive style. Yeah. Although he was very much borrowing from a lot of different people, yeah, yeah. this movie doesn't have that. It doesn't have like a first time director going like, oh, I'm gonna prove myself. Yeah, I gotta make it. I'm gonna flashy. shit out a style all I over the screen. Prove that I directed it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, Which and, I think again, I really think that that's the what keeps this above average is his absolutely. direction. I mean, yeah. I'm excited about him to make a as a filmmaker. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, it's if 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 that's like the strength of this movie, it'd be really interesting to see. Like, when he does another movie, you know, is it gonna have that same kind of get out of the way style, or right. is, it, is he gonna kind of like move on to Come something else and nail that and or yeah. not? Yeah. Yeah, and and he starts from he starts from a pretty you know uh, blank page. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's very enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. You, you get totally a lot of watch. Of you don't need to go to the theaters. No, mm-hmm. not at all. You know. But uh, yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah. There's there's some really good. There's a lot of laugh out loud moments, but the first 20 30 minutes cracks really well. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. and the, the movie never drags or No, no. Like well, again, so a nice 88 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just fucking wicked. Yeah. But yeah, every scene has a little bit of you know something to keep you interested. So. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I feel like that's about it for that. movie. Yeah, that kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. there's not a lot to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there isn't like a deeper underlying. You know, the moral of the story is yeah, you know, <laughs> you know 
bad words are don't good. be in this movie. <laughs> don't <laughs> the moral of the story. Don't say bad words. Yeah, you that's, know what? That's what it was. I don't even think so. that they don't even get into that. That's just fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody <laughs> should say motherfucker all the time. Yeah, which is get which is true. It. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> and describing gray vaginas is funny. <laughs> a tube sock. <laughs> oh, oh no! Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Um, now, speaking of a million laughs. Oh, now, now I'm. This is. I think it's gonna be a pretty short uh, episode for in terms of as far as film roulette goes. Because yeah. okay, so I stayed at home. I got a Netflix pick from being the loser last week. Yeah. And we had decided that since Casey had just seen Divergent, we would go uh, in the same sort of vein. But this time, I'd be watching a parody of the Hunger Games called The Starving Games. Uh, this is directed by Jason Friedberg and Aaron Seltzer. You may remember them from all of the worst. Uh, <laughs> you may remember them from all of the worst movies ever. <laughs> you may remember them from uh, all of the worst making Greg gag. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, oh, sorry. I thought there was a turtle having sex. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. <laughs> so, okay, the Starving Games. Yeah, this movie was fucking awful obviously it was almost laughless in a week where i had already watched movie 43 uh yeah why did you do this i don't know i don't know i the reason i watched movie 43 just to return to that for a second was just like i had had a conversation with somebody the night before two people who had seen it and they were describing the movie to me and how awful it was and i was like i feel like i gotta see it like to see how unfunny this movie is how laughless it is yeah and and for all of the stars that are in it and stuff it was just like a sick like no man i just like i gotta but what in the is same it? week are you okay buddy is everything all right are you like <laughs> i deserve worse uh, <laughs> i wasn't punished enough by this movie <laughs> yeah maybe i guess could, could be subconscious but yeah. um like Neither, neither this movie and movie 43 were um neither of them were sort of like memorable painful you know what I mean? Like it was just like, yeah, I watched Starving Games. Uh, I didn't laugh very much, and then and then that was it. That's on the movie poster. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best review they could get. I think so. I watched it. I didn't laugh very much. Um, okay, so I will read you the. I will read you this. Uh, uh, IMDb yes, plot synopsis. So, in this Hunger Games spoof, can't miss ever shot. If you see what they did there, she's an archer, and her name is Can't oh, Miss. Oh, God. Uh, is what, what we're working with here. Uh, <laughs> no. Must, no. Fight, must fight for her life in no. the 75th annual oh. Starving Games, where she could also win an old ham, a coupon for a foot-long sub, and a partially eaten pickle. Uh, those... Yeah, they had me at old ham. <laughs> and lost me at pickle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so this movie stars Maria Walsh. She was in, like, Mean Girls 2, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diedrich Bader shows up from oh, the Drew Carey show. He's I actually like one of the I only, like him a lot. He's, he's genuinely Yeah, funny. he's one of the only people that while you're watching, you're like, I can understand how you can make me laugh, but mm-hmm. you're not doing it here because of yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Um, any, I mean, any uh, mad TV rejects? Not really. That I, <laughs> that's usually what yeah. they go to. Well, at what point does Nicole Sullivan pop no, up? No, she didn't. No, none of them. Oh, my God. Uh, not a lot of established. Like, um, this, I mean, this. I was surprised to read that this even went to theaters at one point. It was in yeah. some. It was like extremely limited release because, in my mind, this was the first one where it was like, okay, even though these things make money, this one's going straight to video. Yeah. And it well, it seems kind like they can't did. even get like the B and C no. list actors now. No, because I mean, just... even like Date Movie had like Fred Williamson and stuff. Oh, like sure. they were they were getting people that were in funny movies. Yeah, yeah. That disaster movie one had a bunch of fucking yeah. recognizable comedic actors. Totally. Yeah. I mean, even God, a haunted house sucks. a few years ago had Andy Daly. 
Oh. So, oh, you know, I hate that. Yeah. You gotta eat. Yeah, you yeah, gotta eat. Actually. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Did I mention that? Ah, oh, fuck. Well, yeah. mention it next time. Uh, anyway, so this movie. I mean, like, okay. First things off, like oh. any movie where they're throwing like three hundred jokes at you at any second. There yeah. was one or maybe two where I went. Huh? <laughs> that was about the extent. Like. <laughs> I did I, that maybe twice. I yeah. have to say, I, I mean, I'm trying not to be hyperbolic about it, but I'm I'm surprised about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised that there was anything that that was yeah, even yeah, worse. Yeah, because yeah. I watched that uh, disaster movie when I was in Greece because yeah. it was in English. Oh, and you're fucking yeah. okay. Whatever. Yeah. I guess you had a limited access yeah, yeah, to yeah. stuff, but fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, the, oh, am I going to watch this or five or six Ace of Base videos in a row? Ace of Base. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck's wrong and with you? And those run out and you've got to go back. Yeah, it's true. Uh, That's yeah. fine. But it's I just accept. cripplingly bad. Like, it just made me sad. Read inside. a book, Greg. Like, right? <laughs> 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 yeah, there's no other way to... Yeah, the only... Yeah. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Totally. And it is, and it's true. So, the, the only thing I really have to say about this movie is i wrote down the first joke when i was watching i was like okay i need to lead off my review of this movie and this might just be my review of the movie with the the first joke of the film so the film opens with can't miss she's in the woods she's got her arch god that pisses me yeah, off it, it makes me no, i don't know if you guys get it i don't know if you someone. get it though because she shoots arrows at things yeah and her name is can't miss yeah mm-hmm Oh, with the arrow! With the arrow, she can't miss with the oh, arrows. Now you understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first bat, the first gag is she's in the woods and she's she's there's like a bird and it's a pretty shitty CGI bird because it's a low budget movie and so she is going to shoot the bird and I'm just going to the IMDb because the okay so. Okay, like at a, what point does the bird shit on her head? No, that's later. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> a bird does shit all over her head later in the movie. All right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so the PETA character this to this in this movie named Peter Malarkey. Uh, I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Did other my than the word dad Malarkey. like this movie? <laughs> yeah. Um, so she's going to shoot the bird, and this Peter guy like shows up all of a sudden. She goes whoa and shoots like wildly. So instantly she can't miss. Um, and now obviously, I'm starting to get the name. The anyone watching this movie is like, okay, she just shot the arrow. The guy scared her. She shot the arrow. It's flying off somewhere. It's gonna hit somebody that's not supposed to hit. That's the gag. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you would think it would just like hit some other person, some random thing, but no. Uh, we're introduced to a fake James Franco character in an air balloon, and he's going like, I am the great and powerful oh, Oz. God. And then it hits him, and he falls. That's it. That's the That's joke. It. Yeah, they don't know. There's no jokes. It's all just like, remember this movie? Yeah. 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 Remember this movie? It's and like I a Chris think, Farley show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember, yeah. remember Oz Grand Powerful? I think James uh, this might have been that. one of the only times where I went, <laughs> was because like then later in the scene you heard like the James Franco character in like the woods go like oh my leg or something and just like happened to be so later from when he fell that I was like <laughs> 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 and then sure comedy plus tragedy equals time, time. oh no it's the other way the, uh, wait, that's, 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 that's the name Patton of the Oswald. new Patton Oswald you've been listening to CBB yep um 
Yeah, so I mean, this is this is where the the movie starts, and this is where it goes off from, and and that's the kind of humor. LMFAO show up for some reason, Ooh. for no other reason. No, not like actually LMFAO, just like people pretending to be LMFAO. They not couldn't even get them. Yeah, yeah, that's not even. And they they're like they will do anything right now. Yeah, like, isn't that they, that's because it's over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like a, like impersonators of them show up at like the opening of the games, and they're on the when all the characters are on the little like launching pads, and if you step off, you'll blow up. And mm. they're like, we're here to play the opening ceremony and then can't miss is is all well the opening ceremony was like yesterday and so they get off it and they blow up and that's the joke because it looks like lmfao and they blew up um that's that's it that's this is what we're dealing with here it's it's non-jokes yeah it's all just isn't it funny that Psy showed up and did the gangnam style dance and then got <laughs> oh shot with an arrow they, is it actually him no uh they they and and like you said it's not ta- like none of it is ta- this movie came out in what year did it say here uh so this is 2013 this is a year ago Jesus. um but i mean a year ago they made this movie and there's a whole scene revolving around like them turning into avatar people it's like wow how, how many fucking years ago was that that was so long ago 2010 2008? Like long enough, nine, that, whatever. Yeah, long enough that it, it's not a like more a, than a couple years topical joke. Like, there's been other movies that have come out that you could yeah. hit. Like, obviously, the Oz thing doesn't have anything to do with the Hunger Games. Yeah, so stick anything you want in there. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, it was they, just. It was did anyone awful. yell this is Sparta or something? No, <laughs> no, surprisingly. But there was like, I mean, um, at the end of the movie, there was like a post, almost a, f- a fake post credit thing that was like the Avengers. It was stupid. They had a bunch of events. There was also like the Expendables show up at one point. It's just, it's, it's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Every five seconds, somebody goes, "Where's the beef? How yeah, long but, was it?" Uh, this movie was eighty-three minutes. Oh, look at that! Yeah, yeah. That's made for you, buddy. I know. Lucky there. It That's felt like surprised you did. It felt like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It was just the worst. It was just not funny. Can't not miss. funny at all. Jesus, that really irritates me. Um, yeah. I I hate I I hate you now. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, it was awful. I would not recommend anyone watch yeah. this ever. No. 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 <laughs> but it was also it was like I mean I watched it on Saturday and I mean by Monday I had pretty much completely forgotten about sure, it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like it just was like I was on my couch just. Yep, this isn't funny for 83 minutes. And then I was like, moving on with my day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, terrible. Yeah, that's it. Uh, don't watch that. What? <laughs> Stick a hot nail in under your fingernails instead or something. Because that, yeah. <laughs> Do something funny at least. Yeah. What? <laughs> because that yeah, is hilarious. pretty funny. Could this be, I mean, this one obviously didn't do well theater-wise. If it had probably a limited run. And then is like on netflix so is this marking the end of this like are we well they've already since this movie uh well since this movie they've already made a non-spoof movie called best night ever that looked like just the worst yeah so i mean how many misfires can they have before it's all over and we don't have i I would be i would be surprised if this movie did not make a shitload of money. It back. probably did because I mean, even if I don't it wasn't coming out though, like I know, but even no, if not, then like sell like the Netflix anything. rights, the Net, video like, rights. Look at how many yeah. how many movies on Netflix you you see and you go, I've never heard of that or anyone yeah. in it. This movie was so probably so cheap to make. I think, that it, I think like, it just said like four million. Yeah, yeah. Like if eight people watch it, all right. Like I think the Netflix model now is is kind yeah. of giving uh, giving movies like this uh, a home. Is yeah. it sort of? Do you think if, if this is the Netflix thing like is it strong enough to bring back sort of the 
like the VHS boom, where just like anybody could make a movie as long as it has a like we got to fill. I don't the know. Shelves. I mean, we we, we saw gotta fill the fucking category. We up. saw a talking cat, and I think we kind of yeah. we kind of broached that topic on our episode with that, where we were like, well, you know, they didn't pay much money to make this movie, and now it's on all the like the all the Netflix. Yeah. It's yeah. on, you know, I'm and sure they, sell they made it too. a talking pony or whatever. Yeah, yeah. so like, right so, on. I'm into it. Yeah, yeah, right which now. which yeah, like I, uh, that that's good business for us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> to make, make some crazy shit. movies, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. As long as they stop, like, I, I hope it's like the 80s VHS thing where, like, the, you know, the distributors don't give a fuck what it is. Yeah. So it's there. Yeah. Just give me a movie poster I yeah. can sell, you know, like Rotor. Yeah. It's like, I don't give a fuck what the content is. Totally. Yeah. Well, Say whatever you want. And, and, yeah. and was... I, I hope all uh, Hollywood execs now look like John Polito with a big fucking stogie hanging <laughs> on the... Yeah, just give me a movie poster I can sell. Well, I mean, with the Larry these... Sugar's got a thousand dollars. Give me a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, we did. Sugar's got a thousand dollars, and he likes the smell of your dick. <laughs> we did kind of see that though with um with those mockbusters with like Asylum for a yeah, while. Yeah, they were yeah. kind of pumping them out. Well, it was they, like, you yeah, know, they're still doing because that yeah. uh, what is it, Atlantic Rim? That's out there. Yeah, mm. and, and and to be fair, we even saw with the uh, uh, with the Asylum model, we saw people who were related to people that were big in like the oh, yeah, uh, yeah. like Fred Olin Ray's son. Fred Olin Ray was like a big Schlockmeister back in the day. One mm. his son did like the Thor Asylum uh, knockoff. Yeah, right. So it's almost it was almost like a changing of the garden. Some yeah. of that. Yeah, that shit's pretty bad. <laughs> I, I enjoy that. There's legacies. Yeah. In yeah. Shitty filmmaking. Okay, yeah. Right on. Okay. Totally. Well, uh, that brightened my day. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, as I mentioned, Casey gave us an album to listen to for the week. Why don't you explain to uh, our listeners the story behind giving us this Elvis Costello album. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, preface it by saying I am a huge Elvis Costello fan. Yeah. I uh, uh, spent a period of my life where all I could listen to was Elvis Costello albums, and I don't regret it. Um, <laughs> he is a fucking one of the best songwriters of all time. One of the fucking, like, one of the best yeah. rock and roll artists of, like, ever. Mm-hmm. This is his worst album. Mm-hmm. Uh, generally considered to be by fans, by him, mm-hmm. by everyone, including myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to go back on it. I myself spent spent uh, the time listening to it as well. Oh, sweet. Because cool. um, uh, I, I want to give a fair shake to all of his albums. Because I have gone back on, on albums of his that I didn't really care for. Like when I first heard Brutal Youth, I was like, uh, I don't know that much yeah. about this. And then I uh, went back on. I was like, "Oh no, this is brilliant! That's a really good album." Yeah. Um, and uh, and so I was like, "Well, why not go back on by Cruel World?" And <laughs> and maybe you know, as a super fan, I can find something in this. Sure. Uh, I did not. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I'd never heard this whole album before. Me either. I'd heard one or two songs. I was just always been stared away from it. And, yeah. And, you know, rightly so. Um, it's a. It's so weird to listen to because it's not like so okay. Some of the songs are immediately identifiable as crappy right away, and it's mostly a production thing with this song, either yeah. a lack of or the wrong kind. Yeah, or that's what that's what it is. Those two things really. And he that those liner notes are really cool because he explains a lot of like where his head was at and yeah, and, you know what was going on. The, it was the Ryko disc, yeah, has yeah, like yeah. a sweet like overview of just like here's here's where I was at and what was going on in my life and how I was thinking about approaching these songs and what went wrong. Yeah, yeah. 
and it's pretty cool. It's, it's nice that an artist can admit that, but also not like point fingers at people, which like he yeah. talks about who was involved, but not you know. He was like they are all well, everybody was kind of doing something wrong or trying to help him where he just couldn't yeah. do it right, or yeah. were like the wrong pick or something, but they're still super talented or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's well handled. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I just like I mean, there's I don't hate everything on this album. Me either. I don't even know if I'm entirely certain that this is his all time worst. Uh, uh, what would you count as as worse than this? I don't know. I'm not. I I'm not super well versed. I know that a lot of people also point to Mighty Like a Rose being a little bit too like yeah. ambitious and stuff. I'm not it, super it, it familiar is, with and it. it. It falters sometimes, yeah. Mighty Like a Rose, but it also has some of his best work on mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I just think like what Greg was mentioning. I can't like I didn't hate this album. I don't think it's great. It's not a good album by any stretch. But I was able to enjoy i feel like this like what greg was saying is this is a, a problem with arrangements this is a problem with production mm-hmm. i think lyrically there's lots of lyrically stuff, it's quite good lots of stuff that i really like and i just found like i was saying to casey before we started recording i feel like there's a great batch of songs hidden in here yeah. i just think that like different off, arrangements different production arrangements production and some of them like i was saying to casey like there's some, songs some need different melodies. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, this, this some is of them the are, are almost like this song shouldn't have been the rock and roll song. This yeah. I feel like these lyrics and arrangement in a different way, like as a ballad, maybe would work. Or like sometimes it's just like the wrong decisions were made. Where like, oh, this one's kind of the ballad, and I'm like, well, I feel like maybe if you sped, sped this one up, it would kind of be like a classic Costello style. And yeah, it yeah. just seems like there's it's like you almost have to put the pieces together of this album in your mind before you can be like, okay, I can hear something in here. Yeah, it, it takes a lot of effort. Yeah, the yeah. thing is. This album to me is is what frustrates me about certain Elvis Costello albums and certain Elvis Costello songs. This this album is sort of like a sneeze. <sighs> Excuse me. Yeah. Um, Nailed it. I did. Totally. <laughs> uh, this album is a cross in my mind between his albums Punch the Clock and uh, Brutal Youth where it, it has his sort of weird circus sideshow feel yeah. um, uh, on certain songs, and then his, like, the, the production's terrible. It's very sharp and trebly, and, like, yeah. uh, the the drums are just really hard to listen to. But I don't mind um, the only but, flame <laughs> Oh, I love that song. If you take the saxophone... And, but that's the most, uh, the purest example of that yeah. kind of production. Yeah. But the, the oh, it absolutely I, is. Like, but, I mean, and that, that feels like studio that pressure to me. Oh, like, yeah. That feels well, like, I mean, we need a oh, single. Yeah. Yeah. We need a single, and we need a fuckload of shitty saxophone. Yeah, well, yeah. he says in the in the liner notes that like they they put that saxophone on, and it's like an instrument that he only thinks in the certain hands can be you know right. in pop yeah. music, and it is. It's well, like that that saxophone wrong. comes out, and you're just like, I don't know what this saxophone's doing in this yeah, song. It lands yeah. in some other song, but I, I love. I really Ugh. like. That song melodically and, and lyrically, See, I, I like that song a lot. I have that 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 song is I think that song and well not I want to be loved but like certain songs on this that song specifically is what frustrates me about it is that in there it could have been another uh, you tripped at every step yeah uh, which mm-hmm. is a fucking masterpiece song of of the way he thinks and the way he can sit down and actually map out a song yeah yeah the, to to go a place that you didn't think it should go and yeah. then you start listening to it and you go oh my god like that yeah. that has completely changed the way i look at structuring a song yeah this is him this to me sounds like him like setting out to do that and then just getting distracted by his own shit that was going yeah, on his yeah. just going shit, like yeah. i'm just going to end this phrase like this like this kind of a melodic kind of like yeah like it this the lines or the melodies don't resolve in a satisfying way no no to, and it's to my ear and well like what you're saying with like he's he's really good at taking a song in a direction you're not expecting yeah. and yeah. having it really work out and this is like the opposite of that where he takes songs 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Like, inch by inch starts out all right, and yeah. then it hits the chorus, and like, oh, gross. And it just, <laughs> it, it just ends up being sort of like a parody of what it yeah. sounds like yeah, he was I, intending. Yeah. I wrote inch by inch down as one that I didn't hate. Yeah. 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 I don't um, mind, but the chorus is I so think, bad. But I, I feel like, again, like the comedians... Yeah. Is a is a song where I don't you know love it, but I, I can hear in that song you know that song sounds like to me if it was produced and arranged in the, the style of Imperial Bedroom, uh-huh, I'd yeah, be like, yeah. oh, I can totally understand how that would be brilliant if you know if it was produced and arranged in that kind of a vein. Yeah, put Steve Naive on a piano yeah. and push that right up to the front. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the mix, a, a and that's another of these thing. Songs get saved in like on bridges and shit like yeah. that because Steve Naive does such cool shit. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, this is all right. Totally. And I, I feel like the comedians <laughs> is one where. Where, where there's like I, a I weird agree. part in it where you're just kind of like, oh wait, now I'm interested. And yeah. the reason I called it Imperial uh, Bedroom is because it, that song kind of reminded me a little bit of Human Hands, yeah. which is one of my all-time favorite Cassell that songs. Song where genius. all of a sudden you have this weird sort of like melody later, and you're like, whoa, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and that sort of like weird baroque piano yes. kind of, oh, kind totally. of sound. Uh, th- I will say that uh, further listens because I used to hate. The song I Want to Be Loved. Yeah. Because, I mean, that was a single, I think. Yeah. It was one yeah. of the songs that, that I've always known even since I was a kid. Um, it's the only one from this album that shows up on his greatest hits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is weird to me. I feel like Flame would be more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or <laughs> Love Field. Yeah. Um, but it. The, upon further listening, it made me like I Want to Be Loved a little bit more. Yeah. A little bit more. Not a lot. Yeah. I didn't I didn't hate Sour uh, Sour Milk called Oh, Cow I did Blues. not like that. Mm-mm. Oh God! That's what I, I like that to bring song. Up. That is that is the that's the one where you can like hone in on like here is what everything that is wrong with oh, this I album. Didn't, I didn't hate that song. Is so Sour Milk Cow Blues? Yeah. I fucking can't stand that oh. song. It's silly. It's <laughs> yeah. fucking. It, that it doesn't and, work. And the lyrics are fucking excellent. Joe, I will A lot of the lyrics in Sour Milk Cow Blues are I like really fucking good. Yeah, you got these great words in this totally misconstrued song. See, yeah. that's the, the, the wackiness that. of it, the uptemponess of it. The, None of it fits the lyrical content, and then that chorus is like, yuck. I can understand for my that. Money is, shit. For, for my money, his sort of very satirical sounding, like his satirical lyrics uh, juxtaposed against his sort of like rock and roll kind of sensibilities yeah. work the best yeah. but when his satirical lyrics are matched up with his wacky circus <laughs> yeah. fucking See, I, feeling that was I think like I didn't I didn't love that it's song it's upsetting but I, I actually found that weird juxtaposition, juxtaposition to be kind of in, intriguing. Yeah. I didn't like it a lot. Yeah. Like, I, but I thought that that was a cool song, uh, mostly lyrically. But I did kind of yeah. like latch onto that weird sort of like this doesn't seem like it should be going together, and it doesn't all work for me. But it does kind of. Right. And I kind of thought that um uh what was it 
De- De- uh, Deportees Club. Yeah. I felt like that was an interesting song to me because it kind of reminded me almost of like early They Might Be Giants in the arrangements. It kinda, sure. Like, and, and when you kind of say circus, I feel like maybe I'm coming at it as a huge They Might Be Giants fan and being like, oh, I can kind of understand sort of like the quirkiness and like the sort of craziness yeah. and how that's relating to these satirical lyrics. Maybe. Well, that's really interesting to me because uh, like, I mean, my my first love of Elvis Costello is his sort of like real new wavy like, uh, me too. like yeah. right around Get Happy and, and like even before that like with um, uh, like this year's model and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Those is albums- that really like uh, uh, organ-y kind of like, yeah, like junky guitar kind of thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so anything outside of that it takes me a while to kind of warm up to True, totally but and I'm, I never warmed up to that yeah. kind of like when he was doing his like I find that with so many um, of, of bands <laughs> from this era I find that like especially maybe it's just a new wave band thing where like I struggle to continue like even with Elvis Costello I haven't gone too deep past some of this like uh, mid middle era 80s mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. and I'm the same way with XTC sure where it's just like I love their new wave stuff and then they start getting into like pastoral Beatles-esque stuff and I'm mm-hmm. like in the 80s production with the mm-hmm. booming echoey drums yeah. and I'm like oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know how to get in it doesn't how serve- those bands struggled to find yeah. their way out of the 80s most well, of them well 80s didn't. 80s production did not serve that type of music well no because yeah. it got the production got weirder and weirder and like I mean you know yeah, production like that, that, and drugs. Bad. Ugh, yeah. yeah. Bad for that. Although Bad drugs for, for Costello led to trust, so I love uh, Yeah. <laughs> He's like on nothing but cocaine doing oh that. Yeah. That's probably my favorite Costello. Yeah. I, Me too. I, I can't. I can't participate in a favorite. Yeah, it's yeah. hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah. It's that or Imperial, Imperial Bedroom. Like those are, yeah. I don't know. Armed Forces, man. I love that album. Yeah. Armed Forces is fucking amazing. Uh, again, this year's model, uh, My yeah. Name is True. Yeah. yeah, those are just straight up classics. Blood yeah. and Chocolate is a genius I, That's album. one of the ones yeah. I still have yet to get to. Well, Blood I and Chocolate. recently yeah. spent time with that one. Like, Blood I, and Chocolate has, has uh, I think, some of my favorite... Like front to back, it's genius. It yeah. has some of my that favorite first track songs. Is Uncomplicated. Oh, he says that he wrote that song. He he was like, I want to I want to write a song, one whole song in one chord. Yeah, I wanted to do that and I failed. And I'm like, No, you're wrong because you fucking succeeded <laughs> totally like a it. motherfucker. Because yeah, Uncomplicated so is an amazing song. Yeah. Sets such a good cool tone for that yeah. album. You know, what a, he's good at openers on his great albums. All right. yeah. I have had a lot of coffee and I love yeah. Elvis Costello. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> now you're now you're, ro- you're yeah. rolling with me, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Coming soon to Modern Superior, the Costello cast. Let's start a gang. <laughs> yeah. Let's start a gang, you guys. I got a bunch of vests. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I landed on this album as, like, I, I don't know if I've heard enough of, all, like, his, his entire output to be able to label this the worst. It certainly was interesting to me and not great. Yeah. Not very good all the way through. I've but heard I, more bore. I don't know. This is I, pretty bad. But like, I didn't like the, those last couple albums he did, like uh, 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 Sweet Profane and Sugar Cane. Yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? That album. That album is the only thing since When I Was Cruel. And even When I Was Cruel, When I Was Cruel is a great, really good album for songwriting. Yeah. Terrible album for production. Yeah. He's he jumped on the overproduction train yeah. and then just never got off. Yeah. 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 Sweet Profane and Sugar Cane is. I love that album. Yeah. I didn't. Love it just didn't catch album. me. And then the one after that, I liked even less. Yeah. Uh, it was just like that. It was like the same album again, but like, nah, I'm bored. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, you should the good songs. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. It's got the same kind of artwork. It's, it's on uh, yeah, Tony yeah. Millionaire did the uh, yeah. the artwork okay. for, for both of them. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't know. remember what it's called. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I can't. I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll have to try out... Uh, Sugar cane again because yeah. I didn't really give it a, a hard because I got both of them at the same time yeah because I was late to the late to the show with that uh, with the with sugar cane so I got them both and just kind of did it all as one big thing yeah. and I was just like Ugh. 
right. if, if you want it, yeah yeah like like give give secret profane and sugarcane its own little time because if you want to if you're in a mood for like something that's kind of bluegrass tinged yeah uh this is fucking it's fully for you because it's all really organic yeah uh um instruments and and i actually saw it live uh oh nice uh, right, right. and and it was uh Amazing, because he just had this semicircle of like great pl- bluegrass musicians, mm. um, and, and they did the album, and then they did a couple of uh, of uh, like radio radio in a really bluegrassy oh, cool. way and stuff. Right it was really really cool, yeah, super cool. Um, but yeah, give give All that right. a shot. Yeah. Well, I I, 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 can't, I I wish we could just continue to talk about Costello yeah, for yeah. hours oh my and God. hours. I, podcast. <laughs> I could do that so I know. easily. But uh, let's move on. So I get to give you guys an album, right? Yeah. Yeah. Another Costello album. <laughs> the soundtrack to Movie 43. <laughs> <laughs> it's just farts. <laughs> all it is is farts. Yeah. Has uh, anyone done that? Has there ever been an album that was just all farts? Absolutely. And I've heard it. Uh, on RDO, there's like these... There's like a whole weird thing of fart albums. and, and What? I, it, it, listen, this is probably one of the funniest things I've ever heard. So somebody, tipped me, somebody sent me a, this on RDO because it was Halloween... And there was a Halloween farts album, <laughs> which is nothing but farts and then like ghosts going like, <laughs> <laughs> and it is fucking hilarious. Um, uh, find that for me, yeah, yeah. I will. And yeah. the great thing is, I've been actually like I've started a new band and I've been looking for a new band name. And Halloween farts is the <laughs> front runner. And so you know far. what? You'll probably get all that crossover listens from people looking <laughs> yeah. for actual yeah, for Halloween actual farts. Halloween farts. Ghost yeah. fart. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like haunted house farts, ghost farts there's like a whole like i think there's an it must just be one label putting out just like fart albums that are all themed because it's like you know like thanksgiving farts or something like it's Uh, all just labor day farts vaguely themed like yeah albums of farting yeah um but i'm not giving you that i wish i had thought of that until now um but so uh as as we talked about off the top of the episode uh we watched that trailer for teenage mutant ninja turtles and uh, oh. I thought I would try and theme something along that lines. I was looking Ninja for a lot of. Th- I was trying to figure out, like how can I theme about this, and we, you know, you guys gave me a parody, and I was kind of like, okay, what kind of like where can I go in terms of like funny music that I like or funny music that maybe doesn't work, and blah, 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 I was trying to theme it, and but I did decide that uh, I would give you an album that was released in 1989, kind of cannibalizing our time bandits a little mm-hmm. bit. But uh, in 1989, the Ninja Turtles did a uh, tour, a show called oh, this the is prior to the feature film. Uh, yeah, this oh, is dear. the coming out of their shells tour. Oh dear! And they put out an album, and it's all kind of like vaguely 80s, not pow- like power ballad sort of like acoustic guitar-y stuff, but then also a little like metal ballads. But I mean, really watered down because they're for kids. There's a song on here called Pizza Power that's pretty amazing. Uh, I think this will be funny, but I haven't listened to it all. I think maybe some of it will be super painful. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I'll, po- I'll post up oh. a link to one or two of the songs on Facebook. But uh, coming out of their shells, go go YouTube it. It's pretty hilarious. And you can I actually... Feel like I, I feel like I remember this being a thing. I mean, it, they released it as a VHS. You can actually go on YouTube and watch the entire hour and a half coming out of their shells broadway tour <laughs> broadway i don't know if it was broadway but it's a big show it's a musical oh like it's not you know it's not tony award winning it's not the ninja turtles just you know they're they're up there dancing around and singing about what's going on in the plot like, <laughs> they're performing check off there's a lot yeah <laughs> <laughs> do the vagina monologue yeah <laughs> 
pretty good. And then they go yeah. into a weird mammoth thing where they just start swearing. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's smoking. Everyone's swearing rhythmically, looking and it's turtle- really compelling. Yeah, they're looking for the turtle leads. They're like, oh. <laughs> will you go for pizza? Yeah. Go for pizza. Will you? Will go you, for pizza. Will you be a radical dude? Will you be... <laughs> Pizza, Bodacious. Pizza <laughs> is for closers. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, I think we rung that one out pretty yeah. well. So I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say about the Coming Out of Their Shells yeah. album. Yeah. By that the sounds... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That sounds like something I don't want to listen to. I know. Uh, well, now we get to the rolling segment. Oh, my. This week's, uh, I'm really happy with this week in terms of what we're rolling for. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. Um, obviously, the new Captain America yeah, film comes Winter out. This is, the, this is one done by the Russos, right? Yeah, yeah looks which really I'm good. so excited about. Yeah. yeah, I overheard in a, in, a, in a movie store the other day people talking about like, oh, you know, Marvel's giving like these weird choices in directors to people that haven't done movies like this and stuff in reference to the Russo brothers. Mm-hmm. And uh, I th- I'm really interested and intrigued. To see what this and the is buzz be like. is that it's really good. Yeah, a lot. Well, of, I mean, yeah. it's it's been working out so far. Yeah, given, yeah. Uh, given of, funny of, TV people major movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I've been reading a bunch about this one. But a lot of people are saying it's it's the tightest yeah. of the Marvel this new Marvel era. Yeah, a bunch. I feel like a, all the people that I follow on Twitter that are like movie critics and stuff mm-hmm. like saw it today. Yeah. So there was a mm-hmm. lot of just like finally like the Captain America movie that we needed or oh, like that cool. we wanted or whatever. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited I'm about that. Board, yeah, yeah, but I'm the loser. The loser, Greg came <laughs> out with a loser, and I was so pleased. Yeah, well, there's no, uh, it, there's nothing, nothing. No one's trying to open anything against Captain America. Not it's really, be a juggernaut. So yeah. there's not anything out in theaters for us. So the loser who doesn't get to go see Captain America: The Winter Soldier has to see Captain America, 1990. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty great. <laughs> Which uh, the whole movie is available on YouTube. You can uh, look it up there. It's uh, it's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Not fucking good. I man. know. Uh, who's Captain America? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking it up right now. I feel like it's Red Brown, isn't it? Uh, no, no, he's Matt from Salinger. The, that, that uh, TV series in the yeah. early oh, okay. 80s. Matt Salinger. Yeah. And I also, I, I love this. is directed by Albert Pyun. Um, he did uh, Cyborg, mm-hmm. a bunch of the kickboxer movies. Yeah. Mean Guns with Ice-T. Yeah. This is a notoriously <laughs> bad film. Yeah. Uh, I'm so excited about this. <laughs> it's a very grainy film. Really grainy, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like it's a fairly watchable bad movie, but man, I don't want to watch that. I really want to see yeah, the yeah. soldiers <laughs> so fucking bad. But it'll be a nice contrast <laughs> yeah. of conversation. We'll have a compare and contrast. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Casey's rolling for Captain okay, America versus Captain America. I hope I get to see Captain America. Go. That's a six. Ah, yes. All right. All right. I'm rolling. No way you're losing that. All right, come on, Captain America. That's a six. Oh, oh, son fuck. of a bitch. Greg, roll. Hope you get a six. Don't get a six. Hate you guys. Roll. Yeah, Greg, don't roll a six. A six. <laughs> <sighs> Greg is rolling. Come on, buddy. He has rolled. Fuck it up, buddy. They won. Oh, yeah. man. You Jesus couldn't have eaten. Fucking Christ. <laughs> you fucked it up as bad as you uh, could. You couldn't go any further <laughs> lower than that. <laughs> you couldn't have sucked more of you tried. tried. Oh. Awesome. <laughs> Well, I'm great. Gl- I've never seen the 1990, and I'm glad that I don't have to this week. Shut up! See the new <laughs> Be pr- it was your idea. Be proud. Yeah, of yeah. great. Good for me. It, yeah, it, it's a great idea. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, damn it. This is gonna be great. Yeah. Uh, you know what else is gonna be great? Going the, and seeing see the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Greg's angry, <laughs> and I feel like we should angry and caffeinated. Yeah, we should roll with this anger mm-hmm. right on down to 9021. Oh, yeah, corner. (laughs) 
This is our uh, 90210 Relay, our new-ish segment. Last week was the first one where we are uh, we are going through the first season of the original 90210 series, and we're relaying episodes. I watched the first one, the pilot. It was an hour and a half. Yes. And now Greg has seen episode two. Episode two. He's going to do a recap. And yeah. then next week, Casey will watch three, and I will watch four. We're going to just keep on cycling all the way through the whole first season. This way, none of us have to watch an episode every week. We're just once every third episode. I'm really excited about this segment. I had a lot of fun just ranting on the other one. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It seems seems like it's gonna uh, seems like it's gonna have legs. This it's, thing. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I hope, <laughs> or at least sideburns. <laughs> it's just gonna have some sideburns. Or microwaves outside. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna have. Oh, holy yeah. shit! Speaking of microwaves. Uh, so, Greg, how, right. how was it? What was episode two like? L- episode two is called the Green Room. Oh, actually. Before we get to episode two, yeah. just a reminder, well, the uh, end of episode one, the pilot, had uh, Brenda and Brandon, yeah. after a whirlwind first uh, day or two at, yeah. at Beverly Hills High, kind of saying, are we going to make it? I don't know, sis, sort of thing. So mm-hmm. we ended on sort of a, what's this year going to ha- hold in store for us? Right. Now funny. we find out. I'll tell you All exactly right. what. Okay, so this uh, episode is called The Green Room, and it uh, the episode opens with a pretty rad surf montage, sure. and then a really bad shot of... <laughs> Jason Priestley kind of shot from shoulders up, clearly like just in a like a, a shower room that they're supposed. He's supposed to be like in the tube, man. Uh, but it's just oh like yeah, people yeah. Are just throwing buckets of water at Jason Priestley. Uh, sorry, I just I just want to make note that um, you you were like oh you know there's a surfing thing, and I was just about to ask where does this show take place. <laughs> so I'm so an look idiot. for I'm Casey's sorry. recap next week because it'll be funny. <laughs> Why is everyone um, so rich around here? I don't understand. <laughs> and it turns out to all be a dream where he meets some sexy girl on the beach. And then we go to the opening credits, which are a little different than I, I've seen bits of this show over the decades. And it, the song is a little different. It doesn't have the to open. It just goes kind of lightly into it. But it's really long, the opening song, and really the horrible montage stuff of like the parents power walking and all kinds of wacky shit. <laughs> yeah. Really, it's fucking As just sucks so bad. So the episode starts on the Wallace family and dad's out of town on a business trip. They're like, Oh man, we moved to from Minnesota to California. Now you got to go to Chicago. You fucking asshole. <laughs> and they're, they're sitting around and they're all like kind of trying to adjust to life in California and figuring out how many calories are in Kiwis and stuff like that. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Yeah. I've always wondered what was it. Yeah, uh, I think it's twelve. Okay, that's First actually slice. half the episode. Is that <laughs> yeah. trying to find out? They didn't have Wikipedia back then. So dad's not there, and then and then we're bouncing around, kind of meeting all the people again, and because uh, this is kind of like. Uh, the first episode almost is almost because the pilot yeah. was sort of its own thing in right. a way or in a weird way. And this is the so, first episode with what's his name too, right? Yeah, uh, Dylan. Yeah, oh. so you're getting you get a little look at people. You got Steve, that's Ian Ziering, Steve, little blonde Afro guy. Yeah, so he's like like a blonde dick, Brillo. and his mom's famous. She's is on. Is he a, a dick? Huh? He's like yeah, oh, he's yeah. Like a rich like prick guy. He's yeah. really popular, and oh. he's an asshole. Oh, I always and thought his, he was like the nice guy. For nope, some reason. I think they, they probably make him into that. But anyway, now Steve's a dick, and Steve's mom is famous. She's on some sitcom yeah. called Hartley House or something like that. And yeah. uh, Brian Austin Green, who plays David, yeah, him, him and his little little buddy, his I don't know. His there was Robin. some stuff between them in the last episode I skimmed over where yeah. he was like, "I love your mom in that show." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they more of this. Okay, so David and his little buddy follow Steve around like your mom's great, and he's like, <laughs> "Fuck you." Yeah, and so that's going on. Yeah, and in the last episode, he's like, you have the perfect mom. And I was yeah. like, that's a weird thing to <laughs> like, go up to. That's so, yeah, not okay, buddy. 
No matter what nerd you are. Um, so <laughs> He's a mom nerd. Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Total mom He's guy. got a binder of moms at home, just different stats. <laughs> Top I, ten moms, quick, go. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, like, I cannot believe how long my notes are for this 43-minute episode. Okay, so Brandon goes to school. Brandon, go, he, he, he wants to be a writer. He, he writes for the school paper. And Andrea, the 45-year-old high school student, <laughs> yeah, yeah. she's like, you're writing an editorial. He's like, I don't want to do that. And she's like, you're going to do it. It's about going from Midwest to the, to the West Beverly. Oh, so a story about his life. Sir. Yeah, and he's like, I don't want to do that. And he's yelling at each other. And he's like, fine, I'll do it. And then he goes into the computer room where In my mind David, is all walking and talking like yeah. on the West Wing. Like West Wing. <laughs> David, David's little buddy's in there who's always in Lakers gear, and uh, he's on the computer, and then some bullies show up, and Brandon's looking at it like, oh, man. And he, he Brandon's about to step in, but then we meet Dylan. Yeah. Who's sitting there, and he's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, action. Yeah. <laughs> and he's supposed to, like, we all know who Luke Perry is now, so they were really trying to sell him as, like, a tough guy because he gets in between these bullies, and he's like, uh, hey, I got uh, news for you. Uh, I'm not in a good mood today. In fact, I'm feeling kind of hostile. And they're all like, oh, and leave. And then Brandon's enchanted. <laughs> he starts following around. He's like, i got to meet that guy. And then they meet, and they want to hang out. So they go to the beach together. And they're down at the beach, and Brandon's on it. And Brandon's like, "I'm from Minnesota," so everyone's got surfboards. He's got a boogie board and fins. Why oh, no. Oh God, what? really? What a yeah. fucking idiot! <laughs> and then, why does the okay. cool guy want to hang out with that? I don't know. Nerd. And so he meets somehow he, some people that Brand, uh, that Dylan knows. These two dickholes and this girl that they call Betty, but her name's really Sarah. I can't remember why they call her Betty. I don't remember because yeah. her name's Sarah, right? <laughs> So, but Brandon and her kind of hitting it off, and he's like, hey, I heard them say to Dylan, like, Green Room, uh, what's that mean? And that's the title of the episode, if you don't remember. Yeah. And I thought the Green Room had something to do with the Kiwis. She says, <laughs> the ocean is our house, man. The Green Room is like the gnarliest place in it. So when you're in the Green Room, you're riding the perfect wave. Oh, oh God. Yeah, I'm only like eight minutes into the episode. And I want to die. <laughs> um, yeah, so then we cut to Brenda, who's gone shopping with Kelly, and jeans are expensive. Then we cut to Mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's the B plot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we cut charging? to uh, Steve's mom. Is it, I guess they have intercoms in the house because she intercoms him in his room, and she's like, be nice to that nerdy boy David because his dad's a – movie producer and he might be able to get me a part and he's like oh mom okay and then he takes her <laughs> off intercom and watches her sitcom in his bed it's oh. weird <laughs> that is weird yeah and uh then it's the uh, late night and brandon's like mom i gotta go to the library but it's a lie he's really going out with dylan and they go on a sunset strip is that and how then, easy it is to get to say, I'm going to the library to see you later? Yeah, I'm going yeah. to the library at 8 p.m. to write an yeah. editorial. Because he, he's writing, and he t- he, she knows it's an editorial about moving from the Midwest to West Beverly. There aren't any books about him yeah. doing that at the library. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish he went Mom, there. Mom, I, I wrote a book uh, when I got here. I published it and put it in the library. Yeah, but I forgot about it, so I'm going to read it. I want him to go to the library and be like, Hello, I'd like to take up the book about my trip <laughs> when I moved here. Yeah. So so he's then he's on a sunset trip with Dylan, and then there's two douchebags and their girl Betty, Sarah, show up and they're and they're like, Let's get out of here and Dylan and Dylan's like, Let's go and, and he's like, You wanna come? And she's like, Yeah and then the two douchebags are like, Hey, wait a second. She goes where we go 
and they all know each other, so I don't know what's going on. And she gets sad and looks at the ground, and then they all, well, we'll follow you. Yeah. So then they go to this hotel, and they're, like, going to sneak into a room, and Brandon's like, this is fucking crazy. we got to get the fuck out of here. I'm not doing this. And Dylan's like, let's order hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> Good plan. I like this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. The kids are I crazy. will say one of these idiots is wearing a jean jacket with a huge Bad Brains print on the back nice. of the first album. I'm like, that's cool. really weirdly out of place. But okay. Yeah. Brian Austin Green had something on in the uh, first episode, like some shirts that were kind of like New Wave Yeah, he's shirts. wearing like a New Order shirt. Yes, in that's episode. what he was wearing. And I was like, oh, in- yeah, weird. Really? Two episodes yeah. in a row? Yeah. No. Anyway, um, so that's enough. But anyway, so then Brandon's like, I'm leaving, man. This is bullshit. And then Dylan follows him into the hallway, and he's and then they, you find out that this they, they didn't break into the suite. It's Dylan's dad's corporate suite, but he's okay. never there because he's like, my parents aren't into parenting, man. <laughs> <laughs> but Brandon's still like, so, oh, but, but he's like, just don't tell them. They, they will spoil the fun. You know, wouldn't want to spoil my reputation. And then Brandon goes, yeah, you wouldn't want to lose the only real thing you got. Oh, oh man. Shit. So he got real with him. And so then it's he like, walks man. away and guitars play. Well, to be fair, that's true. If his cool, the coolest thing about him is that he pretends to break into his dad's house. <laughs> Come on, guy. <laughs> Bummer. All right, so then know, he goes he is, home. He, he is also saying that his reputation is real. It's yeah, like uh, yeah. He, it is also kind of a compliment. You have a good reputation. Yeah. Don't mess that up. Yeah, <laughs> like you, buddy. Nice overalls with one strap on. Oh man. Oh yeah. seriously. Oh fuck yeah. Nice. Yeah. Someone bring so that back. Brandon goes home. And he tells Brenda the whole story, and she's like, "Dylan McKay, he's trouble." Brandon, he got a girl in Paris pregnant. All right, that's all on that. <laughs> I don't know what that means or why that makes him trouble. Just he's gonna knock you up, Brandon. Don't hang out with him. Yeah, <laughs> he might he might junior you. Yeah. So watch out. Okay, then there's this. Then we're it's the next day, and Kelly Kelly shows up at the Walsh's house to pick up Brenda, and she but she just honks the horn from her car, yeah. and the mom's like. And she's in a, like a cool car, and they're so Brandon and Mom are looking out the window at Kelly in her car, and Brandon goes, "Man, what I do with a car like that?" And then the mom goes, <laughs> "Drive yeah. it." The mom goes, "Yeah, what I do with a daughter like that?" I'm like, "What does Whoa, that mean?" Uh... And she says it like that too. Which I'm like, you should, I don't think you were supposed to say it that way. But then I was like, I don't know how you were supposed yeah. to say it. Yeah, I don't know like, what that means. What could the intention be behind that? <laughs> I have that? no idea. Oh, man, I would parent the shit out of that bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Super weird. And then Brandon and Brenda and Kelly go to the beach. And Donna's there. And Steve. Uh, everyone's at the beach. Brandon finds Betty, Sarah, brown bag and liquor. And he's like, you were cooler without the booze. I'm going to go. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic Betty. Sarah. Classic Betty. <laughs> um, and then those the, the two dicks that are always with her are there, and they're kind of mouthing off at Brandon. They're like, "Yeah, we own this beach." And then the other one goes, "And Betty." And Whoa. they're like, mm, "Yeah." <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. No. They're just high school guys. I don't understand how any of this works or what it's supposed Horrible. to mean or where they're from. It's really bizarre. Anyway, then Brandon Dylan have real talk and. Dylan's like, yo, man, I don't want to feud. I want to be your friend. And I'm still like, why? <laughs> Brandon's like, cool, man. Let's squash that beef. And they do. So they're friends, and they go their separate ways. And then they go squash beef and eat hamburgers. Yeah. But then, so Steve. <laughs> squash some beef. Steve, and grill it up. Steve, so, so much happened. This is not like Airwolf. So Steve's, <laughs> on, <laughs> Steve's on the beach, and he sees David there. 
And then they're uh, then he's friendly with him because his mom wants the part. And then they he mentions the guy's the dad's name and stuff like that. You find out that uh, where is it here? It's uh, Mel. Yeah, he's because David's dad's name is Mel Silver, and he's like, yeah, Mel Silver, the producer, right? And he's like, no. Mel Silver, the oral surgeon, and he's like, "I've been talking to a dork for nothing." Oh no! Oh man, oh, man. I'd be so mad. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so then Brandon's like, uh, "I gotta get out of the beach," and Brenda's like, "Let's leave." And then she sees Kelly driving away. And she's like, "She fucking ditched me." And then she's like, "Who surfs when it's this cold?" And Brandon's like, "What?" And he looks in the water, and it's Sarah Betty, and she's drowning because she's drunk. So he drags her out. But Brandon knows CPR. And they take her to the hospital. You find out she's an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> she's an alcoholic and not a and good swimmer. And they're like, swimmer. she's an alcoholic? And the doctor's like, no one drinks that much for fun. And they're like, oh, shit. And then, I don't uh, know. Some people might. Yeah. yeah how know. does he know? I, I put that to the test. Uh, <laughs> then so then the mom, Brandon and Brenda's mom, shows up. And she's like, where are my kids? And she's like, they're right over. The doctor's like, they're right over there. And also, they're heroes. Oh, <laughs> Which is real nice. Okay, then, so then it's uh, six a.m. surf day, which is what a thing that they all do. Dylan and the two idiots and Betty used to do. So Brandon goes there at six a.m. and finds those two dirtbags and tells them off, and they get into the weirdest, most <laughs> awkward fight ever. <laughs> but Dylan breaks it up, and the two surf guys think like you're on our side, or whatever. And then Dylan like does a fake and put my arm around your shoulder, walk you over here, and then stomps on the guy's surfboard and yeah. breaks it. Yeah, and then guitars. Beer de foom, found. Beer de foom. Did they play beer de foom in this one? Yeah, yeah. And then That's Brandon my says, That's "My favorite Dylan, Skrillex song." Dylan's like, "You want to hang out, man?" And Brandon's like, uh, "No, man. I, you know what? I got to go write that editorial." And Dylan's like, "That one that you blew off when we went to the hotel." And he's like, "Yeah, but you know what?" Now I know what to write about. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, so they're buddies now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then Kelly keeps calling Brenda because she feels bad that she dissed her at the beach. Okay. Uh, they have a shot of... Uh, oh, oh, oh. So then Brandon writes his uh, his editorial. You know what it's called? The Green Room. Remember that? Oh, from the title? that's... And from yeah. the ocean? I yeah. do remember. Uh-huh. And he's like, you know, you know what? And it's like, you come to California, it's like the green room. You just want to get in, man. And it's just, and Brenda reads the whole thing out loud, and it's really yeah. horrible. And, and also like, Kiwis. And then she fuzzy. says something kind of weird. <laughs> Her inflection on this is weird, too. She's like, Brandon, this is beautiful. And he's like, you think? And then he goes to the bathroom, and he's like, you know, pretty soon, like, you know, this, you know, people might really like you because of this. And he's like, oh, maybe. And then she's <laughs> like, well, just don't forget about me when everyone's trying to get into your green room. And I'm like, you're his twin sister. Don't oh, say it like that's... that, you fucking retard. Yeah, well, also, <laughs> don't write it like no, that. Don't write writers. it like that, but there's a way to say it that doesn't sound like creepy sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, then Betty can... stops by the school and thanks Brandon for uh, saving her life. Dylan. And he, outing her as a yeah, horrible alcoholic. There's a, a shot of and Dylan. a bad swimmer. At night, Dylan's in the hotel room by himself calling his parents in Paris, but they're not there, and they didn't leave a message for him. And he's like, just tell him I called. And it's sad, and you feel sad for Dylan. I do And then he's at school, Dylan. and Brenda and Kelly make up and all this and blah, blah, blah. And then, Gorman, <laughs> he looked at me abruptly. Yeah. Yeah. Then, Brandon and Brenda are standing there arm in arm, and Brandon goes, you know what, sis? I think we're going to make it here. Oh. And she says, speak for yourself. And he goes, I think I was. 
Build a genie and remind of Gagum, and that's the end of the yeah. fucking episode. Hold on. And then she was like, I'm going to go show some guys my green room. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hold on. But I have issue with that because he goes, hey, I think we're going to make it here. Speak for yourself. He has multiple I was, uh, especially when I said we. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I get it. <laughs> I was talking about me and my sideburns. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm super excited about uh, mm. next episode. I want to hear the exploits. Me too. Casey's going to have to give it a run through. This will I... be my first episode. Yeah. Like of all time. Oh. Yeah, no, this is fun. Um, that was pretty... <laughs> well, I, I don't know. what <sighs> This fucking show. Like, I felt like that... I felt listen, like this, this was pretty fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I, feel I, like there wasn't, I feel like there wasn't a plot. There was just a bunch of stuff that happened. Yeah. Some of which was surfing, I, and some of which was alcoholism. Yeah. And I did want to. I for, I did forget to mention last week when when I talked about my episode, but I I wanted to say at the end of the episode, like as crazy and weird and like not my thing. This this like teenage soap opera was. I can't say that I wasn't interested in where. Like I was like I can't say that I'm not interested to see where these characters go. I want to yeah. see all the fucking crazy shit that happens in this show. All right. I was definitely intrigued to watch more. Yeah, I think we yeah, picked. Yeah, I think we picked right. a solid, uh, a yeah. solid thing here. Totally. So next week, Casey is going to go through episode three. We're going to do it. Yeah, it's going to be good, real yeah. good. But first, got to get the band in here. Are you guys ready? Hey guys. Hey guys. Can you, you guys turn ready? up? You guys I don't ready? Know if they're ready. They look ready. All right. They're going to play a song for us because we're going to get into our TV Dad Cage match. Let's go. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Here we yeah. are. Look at that. Anyway, get out of here. Yeah. A little, little flat that time. Yeah. A little flat. <laughs> Your C was a little flat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my. It's supposed to go high on the harmonies. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be up here. You, you know, are I'm down gonna be, here. I'm going to be right here. You're going to be up here. <laughs> <laughs> a little insider music right there. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, we have been pitting TV dads against each other in a fight to the death in Thunderdome. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's no secret. I don't know episode. how you kill dads. This is how we do it. <laughs> this is how we yeah. do it. Yeah. This is how we kill fictional dads. Uh-huh. Yeah. True. We have a big list, a big bracket of dads, and we're going to pit them against each other until one of them is the best, most fucked up TV dad, because all of them have been really wildly violent so far. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, I listened back to mine. I was like, I'm gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me find out uh, the order of everything here. Okay, so this week we have, just for who gets the rolling first, because we do roll the dice to see what weapons these guys have inside. Yeah. Oh, do I okay. have the die? Um, so we have Henry Warnemont, who's played by George Gaines in, uh, I got it, in Punky Brewster. Yeah. Excuse me, I'm burpy. Uh, uh, <laughs> going up against Carl Winslow, lovable dad played yeah. by Reginald Vell Johnson in Family Matters. Who was yeah. the first one again? Henry Warnemont. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to roll to see what weapon Henry has. Punky. Oh, punky. He's got a five. That's the big hammer. Okay. Big hammer for Henry. Yep, okay. And Carl Winslow has a big hammer, too. Oh, a couple of big <laughs> couple of big fellows with a couple of big hammers. A couple of dads with some large hammers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, uh, I like a fair fight. I'm a fan of that. 
I don't. I feel like this might not be a fair fight. I mean, sure, he's fat, but he's a cop. It's a cop against a it's kindly true. old gentleman. Yeah, yep. yeah. So Got some photos up on the computer. Yeah, for the, yeah. yeah. Oh, Henry Warnemann. Yeah, yeah. I like George Gaines. Oh yeah, Man. fucking, he's the best. Yeah, oh, punky. Yeah. <laughs> It's hard not to do that. I know it is. It mm. is. We should uh, like. Again. I always want to give like. Yes, uh, it's a, a Kyle Donegan. Yeah, yeah. Go listen to Professor Blast. Go listen to yeah. Professor Blast off. Kyle Donegan is fucking hilarious. Punky, punky. Yeah. So, so what were the uh, what were the weapons again? Uh, hammers, big hammers, both real big hammers, both of them. Okay, yeah. a couple of big hammers. All right. So let's do a really really quick breakdown of personality traits. So what's what? Carl Winslow, easily irritable. Um, if the right character is in, like well, sure, say, like a like a Steve Urkel, like an Urkel type, yeah. But otherwise, just you know, I don't know. He's he's, he's your he's not your your wacky fallible dad, uh, TV dad. He's more of your like uh, you know patriarch of the family. Knows what's going on. Yeah, uh, won't tolerate his children's shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. but he he is a big fat sack of crap. <laughs> That's right. And and quarreling his, with that Urkel. Yeah, yeah. His wife doesn't want him to eat hoagies or desserts and stuff like that. Yeah, but he wants him. Oh yeah, he wants him because <laughs> he he's wants a fat him bad. Crap. He wants him bad. Yeah. You know what? Like I didn't watch this show very much. I've seen episodes though because when the Urkel thing blew up, of yeah. course, you watch some of it. But it doesn't take long to go like, Ugh. okay, <laughs> <laughs> that'll do. Because yeah. nobody else on that show had a personality. Yeah, but because he plays a cop in this and he usually comes home from work in the cop uniform, you I can, cannot separate him. You from can Powell. pretend. Yeah. So I feel like every time he goes to work, it's fucking diehard. It's diehard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when he comes home, it's a middling sitcom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's That's like why, that yeah. Chris Farley thing, Action Family. And he just really, yeah. <laughs> or not Chris Farley, Chris uh, Elliott. Chris Elliott, yeah. Yeah, and he just really wants to, like, shoot Urkel in the face with his gun, but he can't. Yeah. Because it's like, now I have to turn off the, the crazy Nakatomi Plaza cop, cop guy. Yeah, and now it's, uh, now it's family fucking... Time. Now family matters. Ah, oh, you tied <laughs> it in. Yes! <laughs> um, yeah, so, okay, so now we have uh, George, uh, George Gaines as yeah. uh, Henry... He is he's a very kindly old man. Takes in uh uh punky Brewster as a foster kid. Yep. Yeah. Um So, I mean, I feel like we're dealing with two people here that aren't going to out of the gates murder each other. N- no, a no. couple stand-up guys. Yeah. Now, uh Henry is is a bit of a crotchety old man. Yeah. Punky is always uh always getting under his skin. Yeah. Do you think the crotchetiness on his uh character traits do you think that's gonna lend him? Like, what's what's the age difference here? Is he is? Are we thinking? Are we talking of like a get off my lawn kind of crotchety man? That's gonna maybe uh, point that sort of an attitude at Carl Winslow? Or is there no, too? Are they too that close? Sort of thing. He's more. He's a pretty laid back guy. Okay. I don't think he's a get off my lawn. He's, he he's more like of like an exasperated like. Punky, why are you yeah. using so much flour to make a cake? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's that kind of. Yeah, I remember that, that episode. Oh, great, it was yeah. great I'll, cake I'll never be. forget it. Yeah, it was a very I special a lot episode. Of cake. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So, like, what? Who? How do we feel? Uh, the first blow is coming. How? Do we, who's going to take the first attack on this? Yeah, we got a couple of fellows with a couple of hammers. I feel do like Carl Winslow maybe... being a cop. I feel like he's not going to want to take the first. I feel like he's going to point the the hammer at him like a gun and be like, "Don't move." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Why do you think that? Is it a cop? He uses guns. Maybe he thinks uh, he, yeah, doesn't, he doesn't know who this old man is. Maybe he thinks he's like a like got dementia and won't know that it's not a gun. Oh, okay. Well, so he so he knows that like because I get that you're like oh he's a cop. He's used to using guns. No. Yeah, I think he's good at telling the difference between it. Yeah, no. I don't think he, he. I'm not saying he thinks it's a gun. I just yeah. think he's like I'm not gonna smash his brains in with this yet. It, it, I'm if gonna it comes pr- to it maybe, but at this point, the only thing I can do is maybe I'm gonna pretend that pr- this is a gun. Pretend it's a gun, and maybe man. in the dark of the Thunderdome, he will be confused. And right. Maybe he's an old man. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'll, I'll give and, you that. And he comes it's from not a, a good plan. Family. Ma- I mean, he comes <laughs> from a show. Listen, uh, Carl Carl Winslow comes from a show uh, where there was a episode where they got shrunk down and uh, hung out in the kitchen and like slept under a like cheese slice and ate ginormous Pringles. Yeah. I mean, there, I, it, there it might it, have been a dream episode. I'm not sure. But but there was definitely a robot Steve Urkel. Yep. And Steve Urkel was also an alt- had an alter yeah. ego. So I feel like Stefan Urkel. Yes. So I and feel he like was suave. Uh, he, he got he got mad pussy. Oh my! Carl God. Winslow's probably kind of you know he's thinking for the he's thinking on the scheme. He's thinking on the wacky. Uh, what's the wacky gag he's gonna do? Oh, yeah. maybe this guy won't think this is a gun. All right, you know what? I'm fully on board with that. Now I feel like the the TV reality of Punky Brewster is somewhat similar. Like George or George can't George Henry is always walking yeah. in to Punky, you know, either baking a big cake, shaving the dog. She loves yeah. her cake. Uh, you know, doing something like that. I, th- I feel like there's a lot, of, a lot of cake mishaps. I feel like that was 90% of those shows. Yeah. You know, um, now, when I think about him on that show, he is very kind of exasperated yeah. and lost, confused all the time. I feel like he's looking around. Thunderdome's very noisy. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and there's he's got a big hammer. He doesn't entirely know why. I feel like he might have, like, a breaking point going on here, just like... I feel like there was an episode, too, where he forgot to take his pills yeah. and he got, like, disoriented. Yeah, and I think he might start kind of freaking out. Like, everybody get out of my fucking house yeah. oh, oh you think he's gonna like get violent now. I think so I think he's, he's gonna a have like a, like a war flashback or something yeah yeah okay I like that. and this. then you got uh, Carl Winslow the police officer who's gonna be like sir you yeah. gotta put the hammer down yeah yeah if you do not put the hammer down I will drop you I will put the hammer down <laughs> for you <laughs> yeah yeah I think yeah, so I think that's how this is starting to escalate okay. that's what's going so on we'll get, and so that look, just happened yeah I don't want to make this ugly yeah. but uh, Henry is an older okay, white are man are we going it, yeah I, he I know comes from a different time it's, I don't think he's going to like being talked to like that I, don't I think, think he's he going to lunge but yeah. he's very uh, pro multicultural from the Obviously photo that is. we have yeah. well I don't know he's surrounded by two black people three white people and a dog <laughs> I don't know what like <laughs> I said multicultural. Yeah, yeah all different so cultures. Clearly, he hates Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> he will not have a picture taken with a Mexican. There was one just out of frame. <laughs> he was like, no. Um, um, uh, I don't okay. know. Right. Okay, so well, that I just think happened. all of this, the pointing, and you put the hammer down, and I will not. So this we're is escalating. My house. We're yeah. escalating. It's escalating, and he's starting to walk towards that cop with this hammer. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And now, I think, I think, as a cop, Notoriously uh, itchy trigger finger. Yeah, uh, I yeah, think he shot a kid in Die Hard. Yeah, yeah that's why. Um, I and think, he, and he kills the fucking uh, ballet dancing bad guy at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I think uh, again, I will not separate these characters. No, <laughs> no, they, no it, for all intents and purposes, it's for the, yeah. this segment, same guy. Yeah, when I it's go time, he's Powell. Carl's, <laughs> Carl Winslow has the hammer. I think he's saying that. Don't come any closer. He takes a few more steps closer. He's just like, okay, if, honestly, like if you like, not like this, but this is what he's saying, yelling at him, like if you take another step, like mm-hmm. this yeah. is it. 
and yep. the old dude's like, you know what? Like, who are you to tell me where I can step? Takes another step. Okay, yep. Winslow's going at him with a hammer. I what think happens? motherfucking Winslow neutralizes that motherfucking threat. Yeah, yeah. I think he swings I think that hammer. It, yeah, but I think he swings the hammer. I mean, he's he's a peacekeeper. Yeah, I think he swings the hammer at an ankle. Yeah, I think he knee. shatters an ankle or a knee. Yeah. Or a hip. Immobilizes yeah. him. Immobilizing him. But not so now him. we hip. have hip. Let's go with hip. Let's okay. go with hip, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it shatters like a fucking Hummel figurine. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna shoot you down and say no because he's like, I already got that hip replaced a couple of years back. Oh, Ooh, titanium hip. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. I do like it. You know all what? Right. I support it. Yeah, okay. me too. Absolutely. So, so then Clang, uh, he's yeah. all right. Yeah. And he's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> He's like an evil villain now. This yeah. is all, or, yeah. So now what? Does he just hit the other hip? Uh, <laughs> and that one smashes like a hollow figurine. Yes. Immobilizing. Yep. That, way we're, that way we're both happy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> even my hip. <laughs> so he's immobilized. Uh-huh. And one shattered hip, one dented titanium hip. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, now basically we have... An old what, man on the ground. Old man on the ground. It's yeah. not going to do anything. And now we basically, he's got to take him out. There's really no way that the old man's coming back from yeah, a shattered yeah. hip. You gotta, it's like a horse well, with know, a broken leg. Like, I feel yeah. like Carl Winslow is, is he's already neutralized the threat, as I say. Yeah, like, yeah. I, f- I feel like he's going to be he's reticent. He's a big guy. To, he's a tall man. He's got reach. He, he can is. still be grabbing at him. Um, and, and, but, and I feel like Carl Winslow is going to be reticent to, to fucking uh, deliver the finishing blow. Yeah, of course he But will. I think he's if, a nice guy. If, he's, he is a nice so, guy. if he leaves him alone and and uh, Carl Winslow is getting grabbed at a lot, that's only going to provoke him. You know what I mean? Like, I feel mm-hmm. like. How long, you know, like he's only going to be wary of delivering the killer uh, blow for like a few seconds. And then once yeah. his name is just going to be like, I'm going to grab you. I'm going to punch you and shit. And he's gonna be like, all right, I got to get this guy. Like, got to do this. Get it over with. Yeah. Uh-huh. Unless there's some other situation we can foresee, which I don't. No. I mean, I think that when you shatter an old man's hip, yeah. uh, he's probably down okay. for the count. And you're right. Maybe he's maybe he's yelling some unsavory words. Maybe he's uh, grabbing at his shin. Yeah, so he's not sure he's going to kill him yet. And then some words come out, and Carl Winslow goes, "All right, guy, this, yeah. this is it. Yeah, I'm going to have to kill you now. What's he do now? now God damn it! Now, I think he, <laughs> uh, I think he brings the hammer down. I think he brings the hammer down full on because it's he. He still wants it to be humane. Yeah, because he's be still quick. Carl Winslow. He's yeah. still a fucking yeah. good cop. Yeah. Um, it's got to be quick. It's got to be painless. Brings that hammer down right on the crown of the skull, yep. crushing it in. Uh, brains <laughs> everywhere, everywhere coming <laughs> out of. <laughs> he just can't stop saying That's "funky." The last thing he says before the brains come out of every hole in his face. <laughs> Disgusting. Greg laughed so hard he broke his mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I feel like that's. <laughs> he can't even. He can't even enunciate the. <laughs> no, he has a hard time saying "punky," and that's the last thing he does is calls out for "punky." Yeah. And where is she? Nowhere. Baking she's nowhere a cake, probably. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's shit. probably. That took a minute a, for you to. Yeah. <laughs> she's baking a big cake that has dog hair in it because she also shaved the dog yeah. while she was making the cake. <laughs> 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 He's just lying on the ground, continuing. He just, yeah. yeah, and I mean, oh, and, and Carl Winslow just walks away, and lets him, yeah, lets him yeah. bleed out on, <laughs> yeah. on Punk Eye. It's like this is as much as I care yeah. about this. Okay, all, all right. right. Well, Carl Winslow, Carl Winslow's moving on. moving on, and tune in next week for more, more. Uh, fights. Yeah, we're getting a different era next yeah. week, though. We got some good stuff going on. We got Mike Brady. Oh, Ooh. I think we know what show he's from. Yeah, yeah, going up against Tom Bradford. 
The lovable dad of eight is enough. Ooh. Oh, uh, Dick Van Patten. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. DVP. DVP. <laughs> Don Valley Parkway. Yeah, I was about to say, it's not just for driving on. You can also watch it yeah. on TV. That's also mildly amusing. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Holy shit. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. We just crushed an old man's head. <laughs> <laughs> oh All man right. we're adults yeah uh if you want to find more of us you can go to modernsuperior.com lots of written stuff on there i just put a post up about the holy gasp i got to interview the singer so go to modern superior check that out check yep. out all the other stuff all the other shows time bandits we got uh faculty of horror lonely nights with bruce douglas just got a new episode drink along as a new episode uh two turntables and a bottle of wine tons of stuff for you to listen to on there and if you want to follow us, please go to twitter.com slash synwpc, or you can go to facebook.com slash synwpc. And speaking of Twitter, quick shout-outs. Uh, I got it open right here. Some fans that have been talking to us. Sam Salberg was talking about how we mentioned Prince of Darkness, I think, on a previous episode. Yeah, I noticed that. I was uh, I was kind of touched that he mentioned yeah. that, because that's, that's an episode from ages yeah. ago. so that's awesome. Uh, there was some good uh, chatter about the Dan Gorman special on Twitter between us. Uh, <laughs> Alex and Jeff and a bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. So uh, keep that going. Uh, I may, I was talking to Wen, about Wendy and Lucy to Mike Rott on there. Uh, Jimmy Kane uh, and uh, oh yeah, Stiebel at Full Stop Press was talking about Airwolf a while back with the NES game and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he found uh, the DVDs uh, at a flea market and was tweeting at us about that. So I was worried. Did somebody find an action figure as well? He found, well, it was the DVD of the first season, and I was like, it had like an HMV sticker on it for like 60 bucks. Oh, that bucks. was a DVD. For some yeah. reason, I thought it was an action figure. No, and I was like, I hope you didn't pay 60 bucks for season one of Airwolf. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, no, it was like five bucks. I was like, okay. Still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so please uh, keep at us on the Twitter. Uh, it's awesome, and we uh, will continue to try and get more and more of that stuff on the show when we can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we crave your approval. Please. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Otherwise, I'm just gonna go home and watch like movie 43 again. <laughs> Punish myself. Um, yeah. You, so do you all that. Deserve this. Facebook.com/slash/swnwpc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we will see you next Wednesday. And goodbye, internet. Fuck Gene. Will Smith is the devil. There's a ghost in the <laughs> safe haven. Will Smith's devil. I've been too much coffee today. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was hoping you wouldn't. I was gonna. <laughs> okay, I'm Someone kill that old man. <laughs> oh, no! I can see my brain. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.